You're listening to the two dumb users. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! I can't be the only one. I, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot be the only one who does, who's not up to date on Fast and the Furious. I, I just can't be. I, I'm, I know some, I know some pop culture. I know pop culture that's interesting to me. However, uh, as far as like cars, cars driving fast, Vin Diesel. They're not Paul only Walker, driving fast, things they're like driving this. furious. Things like this, I, I just, it, it, I don't have any attention for. Like Rocky, Rocky's a movie that I'd never seen in my life. I never have any intentions on seeing in my life. I'm just not, I'm not interested in it. How, how could you have never have seen Rocky? Yeah. What? I don't know. I've never seen Rocky. I, like I said, I, I don't have any interest in seeing Rocky. I don't doubt that it's a great movie. I just, I'm not interested in it. But, um, you know, my pop culture continues more of, or um, consists more of like cartoony things and uh, the Looney Tunes, things like this. But anyway, welcome to the Two Dumb Yinzers, everybody. Today is episode 313. This is our first Sunday show live. We've had things done before on Sunday. We've had music days. We've had, yep. uh, you know, a bunch of different things here and there. But this is, guys, this is the start to the brand new summer schedule. The summer schedule that's going to run seven days a week throughout the summer for the most part. And um, we we uh, we welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us. How are you guys doing this morning, Mike I'm, and Derpy? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Uh, a lot of stuff pretty going good. on. What's that, Derps? Doing pretty good. Good, good. Um, a lot of things, a lot of things, a lot of things here going on over the weekend in Pittsburgh. Uh, though I think the biggest story that I want to talk about real quick before we even get started is mm -hmm. uh, the Steel City Con, the one that's coming up, I think August or something. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei is going to no be way. there. Yeah, um, my cousin Vinny, of course, the actress, and I, you know, I know she's getting a little aged by now, but you know what? I, I would be mm -hmm. very excited to see Marissa Tomei at any point in her life. She, yeah, she's still, still beautiful. Still yeah, beautiful. she's she was what Aunt May in the most recent Spider-Man's. Is she really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Best part of those movies. Yeah, Marissa see, Tomei. Mike knows what's up. Mike knows what's up. No, I just know Marissa Tomei. <laughs> She knows yeah. what's up. She's the best. My cousin Mitty, she won an Oscar for my cousin Mitty. I think that's, that's like right. The, she did. The last person to win an Oscar in a comedy was Marissa Tomei. And I argue Robert Downey Jr. should have won one for Tropic Thunder. There you go. Tropic Thunder, everybody. Um, another thing is the pit basketball player, Nellie Cummings, <laughs> that we uh, followed very closely this season. Of course, he's from the county that we're in right here in our uh, main studio. He is going to be trying out, guys, Monday. He's going to be working out with the Charlotte Hornets. So we'll be seeing him down there playing for Charlotte. Hopefully that'd be cool if he makes it. And also um, Puff Johnson, Puff Johnson from Moon Township up the highway here, who was playing in North Carolina and just recently switched over to the uh, Penn State. Um, he threw out the first pitch on Friday night at the Pirate Games. So a couple um local basketball players showing up in the news the past couple of days i say I congratulations and good luck heck yeah of course. let's get it yeah and it was weird because when puff johnson on yeah. um he came up on on twitter when he was talking about him throwing mm -hmm. the first pitch they had him literally it was it was sent out by the brooklyn nets oh yeah so i don't even know what the uh the significance what the connection i i don't know tampering 
<laughs> Derpy going right into the conspiracy theories of tampering. Uh, I like it. Dude, Derpy's going into the conspiracy theories of tampering. He's like tampering. He just he just shouted Derpy. it out. Derpy. <laughs> Derpy. Derpy. I found it. That's I, I new. Found it. I like Derpy. it though. Derpy. 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 Yes, I, I worked long and hard over this weekend to find that, and I finally found it. Now we have a derpy button. We need Ooh. we need more derpy buttons. I know. I need about a dozen different derpy buttons. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna. That'll be my homework this week. Oh god. To work on making oh, derpy god. sound effects. You need the sound effect from the camel that says Mike, 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 Mike on one, and then you play it Wednesday. No, we don't, derpy. What is it? No. What is it? The camp. The camel. The old commercial with the camel where he says Mike, Mike, Mike. Mike, Guess Mike, what Mike? day it is? Mike, 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 Mike. I'm done. You, you need that sound effect and only playing on Wednesdays, though. Hmm. Okay. I'll look into it. We'll look into it. No, we don't. We don't need that. Um, 100, 112 days left till opening uh, home kickoff for the Pittsburgh Steelers. 112. 112. Guys, we're wait. already going into June. You know, you put that into consideration. I mean, it didn't even feel like Christmas and New Year's was that long ago. June is just right around the corner. So 112 Man. days should go by really fast. It oh, it's gonna fly, and I can't wait. I am ready for ready for some Pittsburgh Stellars, baby. Yes. Training camp's gonna be fun. Yes, yes. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe in, in the preseason, uh Never mind. I ain't gonna say. I was gonna make a Kenny Kenny Pickett comment, but I'm not. I'm not. I don't want. It's Sunday. Sunday vibes. Sunday fun day. I don't want to go down that road. Yeah. You see this people, picture here? That's the future. I you see. Got, you got people just walked out of church. Mike, don't get everyone all wound up at this point. Hey, I, I got derpy down here throwing out like you know Kenny Pickett fantasy football like Madden stuff. One in the uh, one in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Super or something. Bowl yeah. And you know one thing, for as his background here, he's killing. You know one thing we didn't do. Oh crap, guys! What, what didn't we do? What we, didn't didn't we, do? Th- we didn't say anything about um. What's the guy? The guy that just passed away up in uh... Jim. Yeah, Jim. Okay, let, let, let me see if I could figure something out real quick here, guys. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. I think I, I got. <laughs> you ever hit a woman or abuse a child? No, 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 no. Stop oh, being toxic. It? A, is this it? A, B, accuse, abuse, belittle. A, is it this? Do it right here. B, yeah. accuse, abuse. Oh, I can't find it. I don't I know. I, I don't know. I, you know. Oh, I don't know what happened to my background, guys. I don't know what happened. We were in the newsroom. I, I don't know what happened. But yeah, the uh, guy from Cleveland did pass away the other day. But the Pittsburgh Pirates, they did start on Friday night. They have a three-game series, guys, against against the um, Arizona Diamondbacks. Now, this series was interesting to me because this team came in very similar than what we did. Uh, record-wise, I think they were a game better than we were. We came out now, mind you, that last game of the Tigers series, I can't think of the guy's name, but he's one of the better pitchers in the American League. And they ended up beating him 8 nothing the game prior to this team yeah. starting. So then they come in against, what is his name, the Gallons, Gallows, Gallon, whatever it is that uh, he was supposedly the number one pitcher in the National League for the yeah. Arizona Diamondbacks. And we whooped his ass on uh, Friday 13-3. to so eight nothing, thirteen to three, and let me break it down to you this way, guys. The in May, in May, the four games that we won in May, we outscored our opponents twenty-seven to three. In the four <laughs> games that we won, we outscored. If this isn't the most Pittsburgh Pirate thing that you've ever heard in your life, right? Like we we can beat the. Apparently, we you give us a good pitcher, we're gonna win. 
Yeah. So I, I want to face all the aces the rest of the yeah, way. Give, give us the aces. Don't give us any of these uh, bums. Okay. We we don't want that. Yeah. We want um, the aces. And Oviedo, who pitched on Friday, he had a good he had a good outing. He had mm-hmm. a six innings pitched, two hits, one on run, seven Ks. He hasn't let up a home run since the first inning of his first appearance was at the beginning of the season. He's been in the rotation all year. Johan Oviedo hasn't let up a home run since that 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 inning. That's crazy to me. That, that is crazy. I think he just jinxed him. So he's going to be serving up some long balls today. Yeah, so uh, I just had that, that feeling. They jumped back up, tied the Brewers in first place because the Brewers lost to Tampa Bay that evening. So they go into yesterday. Mitch Keller on the hill. Milwaukee still playing Tampa. We're going to bump up into first place and Uh leave Milwaukee in the dust. No. Derek Shelton decides to pull our ace. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the relievers comes in and serves up a two-run. Stevenson lets up a two-run jack which is ultimately the difference. It's four to three final count on that game. We lose the pirates. They drop to 24 and 21. However, luckily enough, the, um, the brewers, they lose again. So we're still tied in first place. This is, this has got to be the, again, the most Pittsburgh pirate things I've ever seen in my life. If this stuff doesn't qualify, doesn't fit that category is the, the most Pittsburgh pirates, or as Derpy said, the pirates are going to pirate. Yes. This, this is it. I mean, these are the kind of things that we see on the yearly. People don't understand these weird records and situations and things that always happen with the Pirates, but they always, every year, do these things. Um, but yesterday, they, they you know what I like about this team, they, what they've been doing lately? Trying to fix the hitting issue. They've been leading off with Kutch. Yeah. And, and it's been working. I, I like Kutch in the leadoff position. What do you, what do you think about Kutch leading off? I, I like it. He's getting on base. He's doing a whole hell of a lot better than um, Brian Hayes was getting on base. I mean, he's not going to, you know – be a threat to steal but at least he's going to get on base you know that's what yeah. you want uh, you know and see I, that's I what that. you want from a, a leadoff hitter yeah get exactly. on base start yeah. you off strong exactly and you get a runner on base my god you know just get a get a bloop single next thing you know hey you got a runner in scoring position right away and that's what we need man they they need to generate runs somehow because we, we've seen this on offense it's been anemic anemic ever since we got into may they have what that one game where what they won like right or what, 13 runs or whatever yeah. it was. Outside of that, we haven't done anything. So you got to generate offense somehow. You have a DH. Use it appropriately. No, no don't have just some bum out there. Get Kutch out there. He's going to get you on base. And like I said, you know, he's not going to be out there stealing bases like Brian Hayes, but a threat to steal all the time. But my God, you know, he's on base. That's all I want, a guy on base. And he can hit favorite. for power. He can still hit for power. He's our home run leader. Nothing wrong with the leadoff home run every once in a while. Uh, you got Ronzi. Uh, you got Ronzi pitching today. Look up real quick for me, Mike. Who's pitching for the Diamondbacks, if you the will? The Diamondbacks. They have Merrill Kelly, who is four and three at two point nine two ERA. Let's see, fifty-two innings pitched. He's uh, fifty-five strikeouts, twenty-one rocks. He's giving walks, giving up five home runs. Look at Ronzi Contreras. He's three and four, four point four ERA, forty-five innings pitched. 32 strikeouts, 20 walks, four, four home runs. I, I, the pitching seems to be kind of, you know, even. even. You know, there's, you know, he has a. That's a 50 50 matchup there. Yeah. So, like, our offense seems to be able to hit on this guy, but no, he, four or three, but he only has a 2.9 ERA. So that's, he's not giving up a lot of earned runs. 
but we're going to have to find ways to generate runs. And I, again, like Ryan saying, keep cutching that leadoff spot. Think about Kutch, Kutch only 16 hits away from 2,000 hits in his career. That's insane. So this dude, he, he's going he's going to want to get his hits at the top of the yeah. lineup. And uh, speaking of Cabrian Hayes, yesterday he did. He had a triple to score yes. three runs. Um, you know, may, maybe the leadoff spot just isn't for him. You know, you switch guys around one, two yeah. spots in the lineup. Sometimes it makes a world of difference. Oh, yeah. It could, you know, he'll be protected further. You know, he has Santana bat in front of him. Now, uh, like Hayes, uh, Santana's in front of him. He has uh, Connor, or yeah, Joe right behind him. So he, he's a little more protected in the lineup. But right now, at the top of the lineup, we have Kutch, then Reynolds, then uh, Sawinski, then Santana. I, I, it's not not the greatest top four in baseball, but a you know, pretty effective punch right there. You know what they do? What I noticed that these top four do now that you got Andrew McCutcheon in the leadoff spot, they work the pitcher. They make the, you know, these these are the guys that are going to make the pitcher throw more throws and and be more accurate and get get the balls in the right spot because Andrew McCutcheon doesn't go chasing. Brian, uh, big stacks. Reynolds doesn't go chase. And, uh, you know, these are good hitters who know how to hit. Mm -hmm. They know how to watch pitches. And and a lot of times that goes a long way because you get through your first four hitters and you give up a whole, you know, the, the opposing pitcher throws a whole bunch of balls, you know, that, that adds up quickly. And by the fourth, fifth, sixth inning, you know, you really start to feel that and see that in the opposite team pitching whenever you have this kind of lineup. So I do like that. I like the, the way that these guys, they do work the count. They do make the pitcher work. And, you know, to start off a game, that's what you want. And then by the time you get to five, six, seven, eight, you know, the pitcher, you know, he's still going to be sharp because it's the beginning of the game, but he doesn't have that top right yep. off the top stuff where he's just ready to blow by you. Mm-hmm. So I do like that. And that's um, going to gonna help everyone down the lineup too. That pitcher's going to be tired once they, you know, that second time through the rotation, the third time through the, through the lineup, that, yeah. that dude's going to be, he's going to be tired. In the uh, the rubber the rubber match game is today at one thirty five. You could check that out shortly after this show is over. It is the um, third and deciding game between the Pittsburgh Pirates and the twenty six and twenty Arizona Diamondbacks. The Pittsburgh Pirates they start a new series against the Texas Rangers tomorrow mm-hmm. for three games. That game's at six thirty five on Monday evenings. So uh, before they go back on the road, if you want to get downtown, check out some games. They do still have about a handful of games before they leave again. Yeah, it was somehow we are still still in first place. That's and, right. And That's out, crazy. And look out, Ryan St. Louis Cardinals, man. They have creeped up to fourth place. They're only five games back. Yeah, they are tied now with the Reds, five games back. The Cubs are sitting at four. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the Brewers and Pirates are both tied in first place. Hopefully that changes today. We could win this series. We win this series and have Milwaukee lose to Tampa. That'd be fantastic. We'll take a first place lead into the new week, into the new series. But you know what? Uh, we all know how Pirates seasons play out. So it's going to be, it's, it's going to, they're going to keep it interesting. It's not going to happen easily. We're not going to go in there and we're not going to whoop up on Arizona. Something crazy is going to happen. And at the end oh, of the day, always. hopefully we kind of land on the right side of the fence. You know, that, that's the way the Buckos go, man. They can never make anything easy. Also, Mike on Derpy Velasquez, he uh, made or is making, I'm not sure if it was yesterday or today's game, but Velasquez is making his rehab start uh, in the minors, which means he will be back up pretty soon. I can't wait to see Vince back up on the hill because he was one of the more dominant pitchers through the first six weeks of the season. Can't wait to see big Vince back up on the hill. Yeah, we we need help. We need help. We can't just have Hope and uh, Mitch Keller and uh, Dick Mountain can go out there and win every time they pitch. Think about Dick Mountain. He's been so successful, but he's given up the most home runs. 
um, by the starting pitchers for the Pirates. Right. It's just because he, you know, it's it's that style. You're it's it's a home run hitter, yeah, um, style pitcher. You're either going to strike everybody out because you have such mm-hmm. an awkward uh, delivery, such an awkward pitch, or they're going to hit Sounds home like runs. Brian Shaw. It's yeah. like Jose Canseco. Remember, Canseco either yeah. struck out or hit home runs. Jack Sawinski falls in that category as well. He's yeah. either going to strike out or hit a home run. That's the same idea on the mound. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand what that's about. But he either gives up the long ball or takes everybody down. But you know. he's finding a way to win. Yeah. And I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that over any of our pitchers that are just ground ball pitchers that can't get anyone out. Yeah. So there you have it, everybody. That's the Pittsburgh Pirates uh news and info for the day we're going to talk about a few other things here of course the um pittsburgh maulers they played Oof. yesterday Oof. they took a beating by todd haley's yeah. um, memphis showboats 22 to nothing i was expecting it to be a little bit closer of a game yeah just a little bit but you know what the way that these USFL standings are I, you can't count out the 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 Maulers they're still right in there I didn't take a look to see who the other teams won and who the other teams that lost were but you have to think that we're still in it because there's teams in the bottom part of that that uh the standings that had to lose yesterday yeah um let's see what the stars and generals they're two and three I believe they might be playing today okay Cause, yeah because we're two and four and the Panthers are two and four right now we're sitting in third so uh, let's see. We have I mean, the we Breakers. Just... Yeah, the, yeah, the Breakers, they're playing Philadelphia, so we need the Breakers to win. And New Jersey Generals, they're playing the Houston Gamblers. We need the Gamblers to if win. If we could just play better than the other poor, you know, teams, just play poorly enough, Yeah, I guess you could say. You know, we could sneak into the playoffs because, again, at this point, we were in a playoff spot going into this weekend. Yeah. So, you know, two weeks prior to that, I didn't think we even had a chance. You know, so bad before, games happen, man. Bad games happen. We, yeah, man. we can't win them all, boys, and they're kind of proving that. Also, the uh, Women's Football League, the Pittsburgh Passion, they go on the road to play Detroit. They went on the road to play Detroit yesterday, sorry. They win that game 28-6. to That puts the Passion at 3-1, and 3-1 and one with two games left. Their, their chances of making the playoffs are looking good. It's hard to scout and it's hard to know because you don't know what these other – yeah, from these other cities are doing. Uh, of course, Boston, we thought was going to be a great game, was anything but a great game. But they did. They managed to rebound from that. They came back with the win, 28-6 over Detroit. Again, they are three and one. Two games left. Um, I think you know, they're, they're hope, hope these girls can push, get into the playoffs, and then we'll Me see too. what we can do from there. Heck yeah. I, I, you, Pittsburgh needs a championship, and we will take it anywhere we can get it. That's right, baby. And if it's Pittsburgh passion, hell yeah, that makes it even sweeter. It would come out of nowhere. So, like, a, yes. you, know, you wouldn't, it's you, our you women. wouldn't expect like the women carrying Pittsburgh, baby. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. We cheer the X. Is it what is it, the X chromosome? The Y? What is? It? I, I'm not a science uh, guy. What is that? Men are X Y, X A and Y. So they're they're so the then, X. then they would be X X or Y. So we cheer the X X chromosome here in Pittsburgh. And the X X Y Y X X chimeras. You know, like all of them. This, right. Go out there and whoop some ass. I, I can't take that. I went down the side. Um, yeah, I, I, I was watching science documentaries the other night. It's just... uh, Mike, Mike filled me in on this the other day. 
uh, Andy Weidel. Andy Weidel named a uh, candidate for 2024 GM yes. you know, around the league. People are going to want this guy. They're going to want Andy Weidel. Look what he's doing. Look what's going on in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what was said to him? What was said, Mike? It says he makes uh, good money and they listen to him. So there's and a they listen to him. Yeah. And he, it sounds like he's happy here in his role. You know, yeah. hopefully, you know, it, it'd be nice to see him go on and to be a GM somewhere because he seems like that guy that would be a great GM. But hey, as long as him and Omar Khan, as long as he wants to stay here and work with Omar Khan and just be that guy, you know, some people, they get to a position and they're like, hey, you know what? I don't want any more responsibility. I right. like where I'm at, which is a, like, or trust me, trust me, Andy, we don't, I feel you. That's how I am. I, you know, you get to position out of work, you know, like, you know what? I don't want any more responsibility. I love where I'm at, comfortable. And hey, you know, I would, I hope he can stay that, you know, we saw Omar Khan for like 20 years, just being the cap here. I'd love or as you said the other day, man, you got to follow the money, and maybe he ends up in Cleveland next year, and they pay him a whole shitload of money. And uh, yeah, hell you just yeah, don't money, know. money talks, baby. Money you talks. Pay me, if you pay me enough, I'll go do the job. But no, I'm I'm hoping he, him, and Omar Khan at least for one more off season together. This those two to have two good off seasons back to back together, and that would set this franchise up for years to come. Uh, speaking of Cleveland, Deshaun Watson has never won a game in Pittsburgh. Let me ask you guys, Mike. Derpy, do you guys think that he gets his first win in Pittsburgh this season? Oh, I can see it happening. I can see that. You know, it's football, man. Any given Sunday, anything can happen. Like Derpy says, it's all about when you catch someone at the right time on the schedule. And you no know, week be having Match-ups. a down week. They could be going up. Yeah, they could have the better matchup that week. Um, I forget what I predicted. I think I predicted maybe we swept them this year in our way too early season preview. But you know what? I, I can talk myself into them winning a game at, at Hinesville. What do you think? I think it could slip away from us. Oh boy, that was a that was surely um re- delayed, wasn't it? That was let's, let's go all together. What do you think? Derpy. There you go. <laughs> I think it could uh, slip away from us. You think we could we could lose the home game against Cleveland this year? Yeah, it could slip away from us. I think we're beating Cleveland in both matchups. This I think, I, call I, me crazy. Call me crazy. But, but from um, history, I think we'll beat them. It's just I, our I, offense where we really – it depends on Canada, basically. Depends uh, on Canada for me. Here you go. Blame uh, Canada. Blame, blame that's the Canada. Steelers fight song is yes. blame Canada because that's all anyone knows what to do. Uh, Najee Harris is the first player in Steelers history with 1,000-plus yards rushing in both of his first two seasons. Does Najee Harris break 1,000 yards in season three? Uh, if he does it in a 17 game season, if he, nah, it would then be I'm because of injuries. I, I would assume I would be very happen. worried because you only need to like 60 yards in a 60 game season. So yeah, he's he's Najee needs to break a thousand easily, and he needs to have like 1500 yards. I think he's going to do that again. It's going to be something like can, an injury that will stop line. him. Um, what do you think? Derpy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he can if the line stays healthy. Yeah. I think a lot of things could happen if we stay healthy. That that's the big key, I think, with this year's team. This is kind of how long and how well we could, you know, we could stay healthy. You're right. and, you know, because something always happens, Mike. Uh, right. Scary, you know, like if we stay healthy, if we stay healthy. There's a lot yeah. of if we stay healthy talk on this team, and that, that's kind of what scares me, man. I'm, I'm excited. Don't get me wrong. I am excited. I, for me, it's not just staying healthy. It's everyone. Everyone on this team, top to bottom, needs to take another step. Let me ask you this, guys. Which one of these uh, undrafted free agents do you feel most confident with? I'm going to give you the names. 
you tell me why you feel most confident about the person you pick. And you, then you, you tell me how effective you think that they could possibly be mm-hmm. um, if they do, in fact, make this team. Jordan Bird, the wide receiver. Uh, Monty Potterbaum, the fullback. Tanner Morgan, the quarterback. BP, B.T. Potter, the kicker. David Perales, the offensive lineman. Not good. No, no, no. Uh, no, it's offensive lineman, that's why. Defensive, uh, defensive end, James Maganawana, or the running back, Alfonso Graham. Out of these seven guys. Which one's the edge? The edge is that guy with the, the Nyamwaga, James Nyamwaga. You sure it's not the, the Fresno State guy? I don't know. These are, these are the seven that names. This is the list that we have, Turkey. That's what we're going with. Okay, Out of those seven names. Context clues. So you, you keep on topic. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If I had the name, I would have put it down. Oh, uh, wait, who was the last running back that you named? Uh, uh the running back is um Alfonso Graham. I I can see Alfonso Graham making the run. Because I believe that's the guy that we signed to the three-year contract, correct? Yes. Like he really he really impressed. And so I'm, I'm gonna I think because you know Benny Snell's not coming back. So I we we definitely need to David Krills. So I'm going to go with that running back right there just because, you know, we signed up for that contract. So I'm going with him. Going with him. You know what? We also signed Gentry to a contract. And, and, and I, I there's a chance that Gentry up. doesn't make this team. And, and yeah. I think he's going to. I think he's I think going, he's going to, to go it. to because Connor Haywood, I think they're going to move him into that, like, that fullback H-back role. I do, too. But we, we have a lot of people in that in that spot, in that Did role. you say David Perlos was a tackle? Offensive lineman. He's not. He's an edge. Oh, wow. So I, so there's the information that I got was incorrect. So yeah, Perales, Perales is the edge. And he's got some dog in him. I've seen his highlights. He got that dog in him. So this oh. is your guy. This is the guy you're sticking with. Yeah. Okay. Mike, so, especially from the comp that he was, he was just getting past the lineman like crazy. Um, I think that the one that will be on this team, it's definitely not going to be Tanner Morgan. No. After all the um the moves, Mason, everything Tanner. we just yeah, did on the this moves, week. No between Mason and uh, Mitch and everybody. So he, he's not going to be there. I think that p- the kicker is not going to be there. I yeah. think that Boswell is certainly going to do well enough to make the team. Um, I don't think it's going to be pot of bomb because we already have a, you know, we have a few fullback and here's the thing with the, having a lot of uh, tight ends. A lot of times you can move them back into the fullback yep. position, as Mike said with Connor Hayward, Connor Hayward and even Gentry. You could bring him back into the backfield and run certain plays with him. I don't think he makes it. My guy, I think the one that's going to make it and have an, a, an effect on this team is going to be Jordan Bird, this wide receiver returner. I think that this guy, he's, um, hmm. I, I do. I think we need lightning in a bottle. And I just don't know how much you're going to want to stick Calvin Austin back there dealing with the injuries that he's dealt with through the first yeah. season that he's been here. You know, you want this guy to be a part of your offense. He's quick. He could make a lot of things happen. And I just think where the, the position they came in with Calvin being last year and, and, and Bird being this yeah. year, I just think that that's the way it falls. Calvin is going to get a majority. If, in fact, that this, this fellow makes it, he will be, you know, majority of the offense and Bird will be playing a lot of, uh, taking a lot of returns, which, you know, that's, that's kind of how you, you operate the ship, right? That's how you should. I, you know, Calvin Austin, you know, he is a little. Do you want to expose him to the punt return and kick returns where dudes are flying down there that fast? Right. Or have free how long it took you? us to get him healthy, you know, from point A to now? Yeah. So I can see that. Um, hopefully, this kid does pan out. And if he does become like, I, if he's just a return specialist, I'm okay with that. My God. Teams that have just a return guy that can, that is lightning in a bottle, that can flip field position, that can score you 
two, three touchdowns a year on special teams. It's huge. And absolutely. You know what? I, I would like to see it. We haven't had a dynamic returner who just did returns. And I, I don't know when. I know we've had people like Rod Wilson back there when I was growing up. You know, Antoine Randall Holmes, um, AB. But, you know, those guys then become starters and you have to find someone else. It's, you know, I, I don't want to put a starter back there. So hopefully this guy can do it. And it's I don't want to see I don't want to see Calvin Austin get killed back there. But if Calvin Austin can be shifty and limit big hits, I'd take that too. It's a whole skill within itself. As, as it is. is the kicking spot and mm-hmm. the punter spot, you know, if you're a good returner, you're a good returner. And, and they're few and far between. You don't yep. find this Josh Cribs on every team. You don't find this Devin um, Hester. Devin Hester. I, I mean, if you find your guy who's lightning in a bottle, you have to keep him. You have to roll with him. And that's kind of what I'm hoping that um, the bird, the Jordan bird yep. is. If he can be that guy, man, that just opens up the game so much more for this Pittsburgh team. It puts their offense in positions to, to start with good field position. I mean, there, there's so much that could be said about having a guy like this in, in the guy that we hope that he is on your team it goes mm-hmm. such a long way and i think that um you know if you get a guy like that 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 gives you the edge over let's say you're playing a team where where everything is basically equal let's let's just for example say the ravens um for the, the sake of the, yeah. the conversation we're always pretty even with the ravens but you have that guy that can make a difference on special teams that puts yeah. you like like i said at the 40 yard line opposed to the 15 yard line you know, that, that's 25 extra yards you're starting off with. And that's that was Sims last year. You don't have to fight for and, and fight against their defense for. Yeah. Having that guy is huge. Having that guy is huge. I hope this is him. And if he's not, you know what? He's not. But you know what? To find that guy, it, it's so big. It's so big in the NFL. It is huge. It's huge, man. Because like you said, man, field position is everything in, the, oh. in this game. Especially, like, if you have an offense that's struggling for whatever reason, whether it's the quarterback, the line, the running back, or the coordinator, getting those extra yards, man, the hidden yardage in, in special teams. That's why, you know, it's the third part, you know, one-third of the game, and it's a huge part of the game, and it often gets underlooked until you don't have a good returner. And you get one who can flip field position, it's, it's a thing of beauty. Let's just say – you're playing a team that's better than you. Mm-hmm. Kansas City, yep. Buffalo, some might argue, Cincinnati. This position, the guy that could do this well, he becomes the equalizer in a game yep. like that because those teams are, you know, they're, they're more able to score at will, mm-hmm. let's say, than, than, than we are. You get that guy who's a special teams uh, demon. Yeah. Demon. He keeps you in the game. You don't have to keep up with this team in a shootout pound for pound by throwing the ball or by, you know, this person's going to put you in a position to at least keep you in the game and, and take those shots and have yeah. that chance. Um, and, and if people are afraid to kick to him, punt to him, yeah, you know, and they want to do directional kicking, that's when you see a lot of punters shank their punts is when they're trying to, like, we don't want to kick this guy. We want to kick away from him. And then they get into their head. And then instead of just going out there and doing their job, they're thinking, they're thinking, they're yeah. thinking. You hear that, uh, like, every pro athlete no says, I don't want to go out there out thinking. There. Like, it doesn't matter if you're a quarterback, running back, you know. That's the worst thing you could do. You don't want to think. think. You don't want to think. And they do that to punters all the time, and they get That's in their heads. practice year around, so you don't have to think when, yeah. when you're in the field. Yeah, the muscle You want to be able to react. Yeah. You want to be able to play. Yep. The more you think, the more you put yourself behind the eight ball. And you get a good return, man. We, we've seen it when our punters, man, they have shank punts all year long Absolutely. when they're trying to kick away from someone. Mike, that is the two-minute warning. Why don't you go and tell everybody about the website? Twodumbyinzers.com, the number two, D-U-M-Y-I-N-C-E-R-S.com. Head on over there for all your two-dumbyinzers needs. YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, 
Click on any of those. You can watch all of our videos. Listen to all of our podcasts. Listen to everything 2WNews at 2WNews.com. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitters, all through there. Just, you know, go on the web, search 2WNews. All the stuff pops up as well. But the merchandise store is on there, too. Get your Bob Nothing merchandise, 2WNews.com. Do go check that out, everybody. A lot of cool things over on the website, www.2dominions.com. We are now on our summer schedule. Our summer schedule is seven days a week, Monday through Sunday, all through summer. This is the half-hour show. We cut back to a half-hour, but we did add days. So it's 11.30, 11.30 every day, seven days a week. Uh, we hope that you continue to check us out. Also, the show that we do that day gets uploaded on Spotify in podcast form, um, 8 o'clock in the evening the same day. So this show will be up this evening on podcast form on Spotify. If you want to just have a, if you only have a chance to listen, maybe at the gym, maybe in the car, at work, you can check it out this evening at 8 o'clock on Spotify. Uh, guys, you ready for a trivia? This is going to be the last Arizona Diamondbacks trivia. I hope you guys studied up over the weekend. Uh, yeah, I all Ooh. weekend long. That's all I've done is right. study, study, study. That's what I like to hear. Here we go. Which Diamondback pitcher won four consecutive Cy Young awards? I'm looking for a Diamondbacks pitcher that won four Cy Young war awards consistent consecutively, four in a row. Go ahead and take a moment. Think that through. Oh my God! I'm confident the guys will knock this one out of the park. Um, well, All right. I think I'm going to come over here and I'm going to start with oh. Derpy. Derpy, what do you think? Who do you think was <laughs> which Diamondback pitcher won four consecutive Cy Young Awards? I, I, I think it has to be Randy. I don't, I don't know any. It might be. I think it's Randy Johnson, but I'm not positive. The unit. Got to remember, they did have some good pitchers during that time. They had Kirk Schilling, they had Randy yeah. Johnson, Ooh, Kirk had... Schilling. That's right. Don't, don't, don't. Hey, don't change your your decision on what I say. I'm just throwing out. I'm going with Kirk Schilling. Kirk Schilling was my number one. I love the bloody sock. I, you know what? I don't. Oh, he, he, was... he put ketchup on there. <laughs> I tell you what, there was nothing better than those Red Sox Yankees series. I, I am not a Yankees or a Red Sox fan. However, I did very much so get into those yeah. series. Um, amazing stuff between Kirk, the whole thing. But so you're going to say Kirk Schilling, Derpy, you're going to say Randy Johnson. Is this, is this correct? Yeah. All right. Let me go ahead and lock these both in. All right, here we go. Which Diamondbacks pitcher won four consecutive Cy Young awards? Derpy says Randy Johnson. Good pick. Mike says Kirk Schilling. Good pick. The answer is Randy Johnson, guys. Randy Johnson won four. Five in his career. These four were consecutive. Uh, both of those pitchers were amazing. Yeah. I don't know which one I would have went with if I hadn't known the answer. Like, both good I, picks. I went with Schilling because he's the first one that popped to my mind. I was like, oh, they had Schilling. Well, they also had Randy Johnson. Then when Derby said Johnson, I was like, oh, that's a good pick, but I got to stick with my gut, and my gut failed me. They did. Uh, you know what? I could have pulled a Derby and said, I was going to oh, do Mike's answer. I should have done that. I just went with Derby. <laughs> I tell you what, though, they were both great. They were both great. Yes. Imagine facing I mean, them the dude killed, and... a, uh, killed a bird, though. He didn't kill a bird. So why wouldn't he, he, so he vaporized. That bird committed he suicide. vaporized a bird. So why wouldn't he want it four times in a row? <laughs> <laughs> because, because they were like, you know what? We can't give it to a murderer four times in a row. I, we got to break it up. Actually, then, that's this. the funny thing is this actually happened again this year. I don't know if you saw this. Basically, no, uh -uh. Another bird 
was in a, in the way of a Diamondbacks pitcher, and then also but it didn't it didn't evaporate. It didn't evaporate. Okay, yeah, and it was no during warmups though. No, it wasn't no. facing Randy Johnson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But hey, everybody, it is time to take off for the day. Mike, do uh, you have anything before we take off, man? Any words to send people off Any into the new week? Uh, Penguins fans, and just Pittsburgh sports fans, uh, Kyle Dubas, is he is he the answer at GM? Uh, apparently, mm. the Penguins reached out to ask permission to talk to him. It, it was like, yeah. yeah. So look out. With, if, he, if he comes here, I think that's going to be awesome. So, I'll do boss. What do you think? Derpy. Derpy. Um, go support the Bucks this summer. Summer ball is important. There you go, everybody. One sixty-two. Good, good, good words of wisdom from Mike Derpy. and Derpy, of course. But we do. We thank everybody for checking us out. We will be back tomorrow again. This is part of our summer schedule where we are running uh, seven days a week, eleven thirty in the morning. Uh, check us out all week long. Uh, we thank everybody for checking us out, and we appreciate everybody. Yes. We hope that you continue to do so. So yes. for Ryan, Derpy, Mike, the two dumb yenders, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Deuces. Deuce. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>